0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. And uh, welcome back to a, another
1: podcast, and uh, this one will be a fun one. They're all going to be fun for the next few, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, the mood is pretty positive because Marysville got through to the finals mm. in softball. We're a little disappointed and, quite frankly, a little stunned. About the Richmond result. mm mm-hmm. um, uh, well, we'll, well, we'll talk about their game uh, in segment two because we'll start on the high note and talk about uh, the Marysville-Chelsea game uh, and uh, what uh, could be coming up with uh, Marysville and Owasso on Saturday morning. So, unless you've got something else you want to add here in the open, I'll just get to the commercials, and then we'll get it going. No,
2: the one thing I did like about yesterday is it's one of the few times that we both got to basically watch all of the games. So, a lot of the times we're kind of going on what the other person said or the stats we saw, but we got to see the games with our own two eyes. So, I think that will that helps out in knowing the opponents. We can actually tell you what to expect with the marysville Waso game.
1: Yeah, I think so. All right. I think I know what I'm going to expect.
2: Yeah so (laughs) all right pay the bills and then we'll get into it all right
0: when you run with
1: us on a gator utv the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet nothing runs like a deer open eight to six weekdays, nine to three on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people.
4: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people.
1: Forty-four
0: DuraClean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right,
1: welcome back, Dennis and uh, Brady, here on a uh, Friday, and uh, later uh, today we'll be uh, back in East Lansing. Um, the game's getting later pushed than back,
2: yeah, oh, yeah, later than we'd hope. So right now. Again, if you're listening to this before the games, uh, Mooney and Richmond will probably start anywhere between seven and eight o'clock. Because baseball is going to be that late. Baseball might. Softball stayed pretty on schedule yesterday. Baseball, and it started. I guess the first game just didn't even start on time. Like it started it was supposed to start at nine, it didn't start until nine thirty, and then it took forever. It was a nine-one game because Grand Blanc couldn't mercy Rice, so they had to play all seven innings, <laughs> and then it just dragged on and on and then the Richmond game wasn't a quick one either but Mooney plays the last game today so I w- just check our social media at g underscore stuck on sports that's probably where we'll post it um it's it's up in the air and I assume Richmond will probably start closer to seven or they were scheduled for 5 30 weren't they yeah they're so scheduled seven, for 5 30 7
1: 30 I, I predict they'll start before seven really I do I don't think so Anyway, because we're, we're at that state where the games won't – in softball, most of the teams that are there now have good pitching. Yeah. And so I think the games will go a little quicker. Speaking of And in of baseball, pitching, it doesn't matter because they have lights at the baseball stadium. No lights at the softball stadium. Speak they have lights there. They do not have field lights. Those little things that you saw are for, like, the pathways behind the fence. Those are not lights that light up and light the field.
2: Anyway, speaking of good pitching, Kirsten Smith was really good again yesterday. Did you Did you like the way she threw the ball? I did like uh, the way uh, she because I it.
1: wasn't quite sure about that. <laughs> about what? I, I'm being facetious <laughs> with Brady <laughs> because he, you you've actually been beaming and with good reason about uh, Kirsten Smith for quite a while. Um, I gave you some numbers uh, a minute ago, and where the heck did I write those down? Uh, anyways, uh, uh, an ERA of zero eight five in the postseason with a five and zero record, and she's only allowed um, fourteen hits. The most oh, striking what? out forty eight in thirty three innings, like four in a game was the most. She gave up five, five. in the um, district final to St. Clair. Wow, that's the worst game she's pitched. Yeah. Her other other games have been uh, three two-hitters and a three-hitter.
2: Yeah, Marysville has just – and I don't know how how true this might be, but at least looking at it from my perspective, Marysville just seems like they're not getting enveloped in the moment, whether it was the district final against rival St. Clair, because that feels like a long time ago, but think about when that was going on. A dish. We didn't think Marysville was a slam dunk to win that game. St. Clair had a chance. Marysville was playing in a district championship against a rival. They only played one Saturday game against, where they rotated everyone in, so it wasn't an ultra competitive game.
1: But it and, ended on a walk off. Yeah, like one run game that ended on a walk off. Yeah.
4: yeah.
2: So you're kind of you're not sure what's going to happen. They just take care of business. Then they go to a regional, which I don't think those girls had ever been there. And against the Notre Dame prep team, oh, this girl's going to Central. Their top two hitters have hit 40 home runs. Oh, it's Notre Dame prep, a private school. Boom, get out of here. No problem. Four runs, top of the first. Center line, top 10 team. Oh, they've lost like two games all year. And 16-3, to goodbye. Like, they just show up and it's like they don't care what the other jersey says. They don't care if they're playing in at Washington Elementary or Michigan State, they just show up and they just play the game. It's like they have a nameless, faceless opponent across from them, and they know if they do what they can do, they're not going to have any issues.
1: Well, they can do a couple of things. Uh, One, they can pitch because, again, Smith has been uh, nuts yesterday against uh, Chelsea, seven innings pitched, one run, three hits, one uh, walk, and 11 strikeouts. She hit a batter, too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, against the team that's ranked eighth in the state uh, and had, uh, like Marysville, kind of marched their way to the, the final. The only game they were really challenged in was the quarterfinal. They beat Country Day 3-2. to two. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they, they, they waltzed through districts and regionals um, like a good team will. But uh, Smith shut them down. First inning, strikeout, gave up a double then a strikeout, and then gave up a double and then did not give up another hit until the leadoff batter in the seventh. And between that, there was one walk. She retired seven in a row, and then she retired 10 in a row. And the bats did what the bats do too. Yeah, they they always have that one really big crushing inning, and they did it in the third in a 1-1 game. They scored five runs. That was the big inning. The rest of the game was a 2-1 to game, but mm-hmm. they had that big inning and the thing was a blowout from that point on, and they basically cruised to a 7-1 win. They had 12 hits in the game, uh, and and it's all through the lineup they get contributions. Kate Westmiller had three hits yesterday, and probably the and she hit the ball hard, but probably the one she hit the hardest was the catch the left fielder made that probably took away an extra base hit, maybe an inside you know, the park home You run know what I like to see, hat. what I like that,
2: that I saw from her yesterday? And because she's been kind – she's just done the same thing all year because she's been able to. Slap, use her speed, get to first. Chelsea wasn't having it. Before she stepped in the box, the second baseman was even with the pitcher. Third baseman was in, shortstop, first baseman. They're like, go ahead, hit it over her head. And she's changed up her swing. And she hit it hard up the middle. She went with a full swing. And I went, okay, that's a good sign from a mature team and a mature player that, okay, hey, they're, they're taking away the slap, so I got. I have to do something different. And the two
1: at-bats I saw, she she changed it up. Yeah, she had two sing solid singles up the m- middle, and uh, she went to left with the other two. The single was a bullet between mm. short and third, and then again that that f- liner fly ball out down the left field line. If that that girl doesn't stab that ball, uh, uh, that's that's un- well tack on another run to the f- to the yeah. five run inning because she would have circled the bases. Smith had a double. Uh, and uh, scored a couple of runs. Caitlin Kane had a single, or unscored scored, and two RBIs. Callie Perrin RBI double, her first time up. RBI single, her second time up. Uh, Avery Walters RBI double, her first time up. Which, by the way, I single just saw in her second at Callie
2: bat. Perrin going to Adrian
1: College. Congrats to her. Yeah, way to go. Uh, Anna Ols had an RBI single on a bunt. You're, yeah, your catcher lays down one. a perfect. That
2: was bunt. another one I liked because. Whatever, whoever Chelsea talked to, they seem to have somewhat of a scouting report on Marysville. Don't know if what they did. Maybe they listened to us. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that would have been a bad move. But they were playing Anna Ols. Like she had power because she does. And she went, "All right, I'm not slow." Bunt scores a run on a on a on a bunt single. That's another one. Like I gave cre- credit to Westmill. I'm going to give credit to Ols. That was a heads-up, smart play. And I guess that's just a way to describe the entire team, heads-up and, and smart.
1: And it was in a perfect situation because you're in the middle of something that probably Chelsea hasn't had to go through a lot this year, a big inning for the other team. And, and they're you know, you're, you're getting rattled. Uh, the batter before her just raked a double to drive in a run, and all of a sudden here's the uh, power-hitting player Laying down a beautiful bunt, just mm-hmm. like you couldn't roll it out to where she did any better, and you just—it just—that's not what you're expecting. No, you're thinking, oh, they're raking the ball right now, hitting it into the gaps, hitting it over people's heads, and all of a sudden, here's this beautiful little play. Uh, Brandi Bassett drove in a run. Uh, Avery Woodard had uh, two hits and scored uh, two runs in the uh, game. So it's just up and down the lineup. Woodard there they not playing easy out. They were
2: playing Woodard to go small ball and she absolutely hit it perfectly. Well, I think that was her first at bat. Yeah. And it was, if they did the old backyard pitcher's hands out for first, she still would have been
1: safe. Well, it's like in the time it takes the catcher or the pitcher or the third baseman to bend over and get the ball, she's already down the line. Like she's already crossing the bag most of the time. It's like Kids, should just just pick up the ball and don't do anything. That's with what it. that's what Chelsea because, did. Because if you throw it, you're liable to just give her extra bases.
2: Yeah. So Marysville is just is just rolling. It's it's great to see. And the thing that I like about them, and this is by no in. By no means a knock on them, but they don't have this transcendent player that everyone you talk to anyone they go, Oh yeah, I heard they got this girl, she's going to she's gonna go play at Oklahoma, she's she's hit five thousand home runs. <laughs> and no, they do it as a team. When one's down, someone else picks them up. We were talking on the way over. We're like, okay, this girl struggled a little bit at the start of the postseason but this girl started hitting, and this girl picked it up, and then these three in a row were hitting, and they do it as a team. Like, And that's kind of when Marysville has won state championships, that's kind of how they did it outside of volleyball because volleyball they had unbelievable talent for yeah. 10 years. But still, that's it's a beautiful thing to see.
1: Well, you had four players with two hits or more yesterday. Let's see here, one, two, three, four. You had five different players score a run, and you had five different players drive in a run. Like, Dennis, I think if you wanted to have a debate
2: and someone came up to you and said, who's the best player on Marysville, you could give six names and make a reasonable case for all for a bunch of different girls.
1: Well, I, I would just say, like, uh, I, I don't think they have a best – Players. exactly I think I, I think I know if you ask me who is their best athlete, I could give you a name yeah because I mean and if you ask me who I think right now is their most valuable player like the player if something happened today to this player they'd be in trouble tomorrow mm-hmm. I could give you that name but if you ask me who's the best player on Marysville, I cannot give you a name no because because the the whole machine works. With it's, nine ten it's parts, the, what the the
2: sum of the machine is gre- or the 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 machine is greater than the sum yeah, of its I, parts.
1: I, I, I don't know what what the yeah, I don't know what the saying is, but I know where you're going with yeah. It.
2: <laughs> that what they all combine to make is better than all of them individually. Yes, is essentially the yeah. the thing. But they'll play Owasso, and Owasso
1: has a girl that's thrown. What was it? Every inning, every every inning, inning but, but one. one. And I believe the the, the ERA was zero point five five or something like she that. She was like
2: thirty two and three. But here is the thing, Dennis. And this is a this
1: is points to you. And she throws hard.
2: Yes, but you said for a while it's not the fireballers that give Marysville fits. It's the junk off speed, get them out on their front foot that gives them fits. Look at what Kylie Rickard did when they beat them three two. I think that's what happened when Frazier beat them one nothing. They can hit a fastball. Maybe it'll take them in any oh, time through the order to adjust to the speed, but if I was a betting man, and I have no knowledge of this, and this is me assuming, I bet you Coach Rathje and Coach Winston right now have that pitching machine ro- roaring in the, in the aux gym at Marysville getting them ready. Yeah, I, 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 you can adjust the speed pretty quickly, especially when you have all that talent and playing small ball, which they can do. Does you don't speed doesn't blow away a bunt. You can't throw
1: it past a stagnant bat. Yeah, I, I, I do think that, like you say, because the girl throws hard, harder than probably anybody they've seen this year. So maybe it takes a, a, a an inning or two to figure out it, but they will time it eventually, I think. And here's the other it's just, thing. The, the way they've hit, the, the harder you throw the ball, the harder they hit it. Boom. And the more change-ups and the more off-balance you can get because they have quick bats. And the old adage is, since we're slinging around old <laughs> adages uh, in this uh, show, um, you, can, you can speed up a bat, yes. but you, it's very hard to slow a bat down. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, 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 as a coach and as a, a hitter, you can teach a kid to, to swing faster. Choke up a little. But, but you, it's really hard to get a kid who swings hard and has a quick bat to slow down, and that's why they strike out more on the, the, the change-ups and why they get out in front and they pop them up or they roll them over and hit weak ground balls. Very rarely are anyone from Arizona are blown away with a fastball. Yeah, it, but, but a fastball – You can figure that out. You can time it. You can square it up. And, again, two through eight on Marysville when they square it up, it has a chance. And that's the thing. You throw it harder. The ball
2: was carrying yesterday. I don't know what it will be doing tomorrow. But I wouldn't be shocked if Marysville put one over the fence at Michigan State. Yeah,
1: the ball was really carrying in the outfield And then the one we thought was going to keep carrying balls.
2: died. We thought Avery Wolters was going to have one. Well,
1: because her mistake was she didn't hit it out. Like, it was the left center gap to the right center gap, mm. and straightaway center, balls were just taking off. Mm-hmm. And she hit hers to to left. And when she first hit it, I thought she had crushed it mm. and that it was going to be a no doubt about it, and I was actually surprised when it one-hopped the wall.
2: Yeah. But first time in 30 years that the Vikings are playing for a state championship. Third time in school history. It's big congratulations to them. No matter what happens, it's been an amazing season.
1: All right, so Marysville on the run. They've knocked off number six, number eight, and number ten, and they'll have a shot at number five. Uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, still haven't been ranked themselves, even though they're 31-6. and six. Uh, This is what Owasso's done. Beat uh, Williamston 25-1 to 1 in four innings in the district, so I'm guessing Williamston's not very good. Uh, then they uh, won the district final 4-1 to 1 over Fowlerville. Beat Hazlitt 12 nothing in the first game of regionals. Beat uh, Lake Odessa-Lakewood 6-1, to 1, but it was in 10 innings. So what, the so 10th l- got away from them? Well, probably... Uh, Lake Odessa, Lakewood. The pitcher got tired, or they had to go to somebody new, or right. something happened. And uh, like a good team will, Owasso, you know, jumped on it. They beat Whalen in the quarterfinals in eight innings, five to four. And then yesterday they had a two to one win over uh, Gaylord in the semifinal. We got to see the last half of that game. Mm. I think they were like in the the either like just the ended the third and we're starting the fourth. When uh, we got to the ballpark, um, and Owasso had already scored their runs. Here's the thing. Here's one thing that is for Owasso. Their fans are rabid. And it's kind of a home game for them because it's not a long drive. Owasso to East Lansing is a short drive. Half hour. And if there were 1,000 people there for that game, 900 of them were from Owasso.
2: I don't know if it was that big, but it felt like it because they were – loud and when they start chanting owa oh, uh, so owa oh, uh, so it's intimidating like if you're a, a pitcher and you hear just owa oh, uh, so owa oh, uh, so and everyone gets louder and louder that takes a second to get used to and guess what you haven't had to deal with a crowd or a home field advantage in 14 months <laughs> Gonna take a little more getting
1: used to. I think they'll be fine,
2: but I'm sure I know the Marysville faithful will show up, and they will be just as loud as they, as Owasso, because you saw it in the quarterfinal, you saw it in the semifinal. A lot of people are proud of their Vikings down down in Marysville.
1: Oh, a- absolutely! Uh, this, the, they know what's going on, and they're behind it 110 uh, percent. And like I say. Uh, Ratchy's so level-headed, Winston's an old wizard. <laughs> he's he's a, he, he is, he's got the spell book out and and he's he's whipping up something. Yeah uh, and, no, and and no, the, and the no. girls and the girls follow their lead knowing coach Winston he was probably <laughs> up all night figuring out
2: a pickoff play he's going th- to do in the 6th inning and you're going to go why the hell was the left fielder covering second base <laughs> and you know he probably came up with that on the bus ride over and and, and they pulled it off to perfection and he'll be like about. oh and, and you'll talk to him he'll be like oh they did it in the college world series back in 93 <laughs> And you're just like, how do you – nobody knows that.
1: (laughs) All right. uh, Again, the games uh, will be pushed back tonight because of the the weather, but we will eventually have number two Richmond against number four Clinton uh, in the uh, last uh, semifinal of the uh, day at East Lansing. uh, And I'll have that on uh, stream one. And uh, Howard Stewart's squad uh, will probably – I don't know. This might – be like the Millington game to me. I feel like, and I don't know anything about uh, Standish Sterling or Buchanan. I don't know a thing about either one of those and teams, but I'm looking at this game as this is the tougher game. Again,
2: we just went through a whole thing talking about how rankings don't mean anything with Marysville. Buchanan not even receiving votes in Division Three. Standish Sterling in an honorable mention. Clinton number four. We'll talk about it more in the third segment, but we have a chance for two softball state champions, and I think we are better odds
1: than not to get it. Well, I just think that, that this is whoever wins between Richmond and Clinton yeah, will be the heavy favorite mm-hmm. in the final on Saturday.
2: Yeah, so we'll have to switch to a less joyous note in segment two. Because, Dennis, Richmond,
1: you felt like one got away from the Blue Devils yesterday. I do feel like one got away from the Blue Devils yesterday. And we talk about, like, sometimes Brady and I have these philosophical conversations. Would you rather just be blown out in the first game of districts or lose on a walk-off? And this loss that they had yesterday is one of those losses that sticks with you for a little while and we'll talk about why next yep
0: when you run with us on a gator
1: utv the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet nothing runs like a deer Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC.
4: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people.
2: Your satisfaction is our guarantee.
3: Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kids sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O dot Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride.
5: it's on port Huron schools
0: if you're not listening to get stuck on sports.com that's a personal foul your kids your schools
1: your sports all right dennis and brady the tri-county equipment get stuck on sports uh podcast and uh sadder times now we're happy about marysville and we're positive about Richmond softball but Richmond baseball uh, and Mooney baseball uh well yeah but uh, I'm I'm talking Richmond baseball right now and then we'll get into Mooney because that will cheer us up at the end of the segment yes um yeah the the this this one was one that got away at least
2: from what I saw yesterday and I've said before it's hard to judge baseball on
1: one game But Richmond is a better baseball team than Traverse City-St. Francis. And they knew that, too. Um, So Brady was up in the booth doing his thing, and I left him alone. And I sat down in the stands, and the shadiest section that I could find, because I don't Mm -hmm. like the sun, uh, was with the St. Francis fans. And all of them were shaking in their boots about Richmond. They – thought they were going to get slaughtered yesterday. They did not think their team had a chance. And even when they were up four to nothing, the talk was, well, at, at least the final score should be closer. And they were right about that, but they were wrong about who won the, the ball game. They didn't start believing they could win the game till about the sixth inning. Really? Yeah see that's that's when the mood up there changed and they started going we got a chance we've got a chance we can do this
2: yeah so richmond starts off and i guess the theme of this is missed opportunity would you agree with that oh yeah carson g gets on um hitzelberger bunts him over to second joe perinello Hits a chopping ground ball up the middle. And the pitcher for St. Francis, Peterson, just sticks out his right hand, grabs it with his glove, throws the third. G gets out in a rundown. So you had a runner in scoring position with one out. He eventually uh, gets out of the inning when a uh, when Peterson strikes out the last batter. Then at the end of the second inning, it was 4 nothing, And you're like kind of shell-shocked. And the feeling, at least in the booth, was this this might not go five innings because or this might only go five innings because St Francis was dominating Richmond. they they were hitting the ball hard. Um, Josh groves absolutely ripped a double over Reese Renner's head in right field. Not because Renner was playing it poorly or read it wrong. He just hit it that hard. Yeah. It's a um, big field, by the way. The field yeah. at Michigan is a big field. The catcher for St. Francis, Aiden Schmuckle, He I like him. He's a good player. Yeah. Well, the he, name like Schmuckle, he has yeah. to be good. He hit it well, so it's 4 nothing after two. Richmond then gets across the run with a little bit of luck. First two batters strike out. Uh, Paranello gets on with an error Renna singles Davenport's a single and they get what I called on the broadcast the settle down run the other team just scored f- three runs the last inning they're up four nothing you get one just to bring it back down to earth you don't it's the third inning you don't need to score all four runs just get one chip away at it chip away at it and that's what they did and they held them scoreless in the bottom half of the inning relatively quietly fly out fly out single ground out so now richmond has some momentum and in the next inning first battle ear hit by a pitch first runner on then you have ryan nettles who had came in in relief walks runs on first and second error by uh, when D- Danny Saligan hits it to the shortstop, just tailor-made double play. Oh,
1: tailor-made double play. All the kid has to do is catch the ball, step on the base, and throw to first. Even with Saligan
2: running down to first, if they only get one, still at worst it's runners on the corners with one out. Just boots it. Bases loaded, nobody out. Strikeout.
1: Strikeout. Strikeout. And it was your. Lead-off hitter, your number two hitter, and your number three hitter. Three of their better hitters. Yes. In and, G, Hitzelberger, and Perinella. And
2: those are guys that you, that
1: more often than not come through in that situation. And and the thing is, is you don't need a grand slam. No. You don't even need a ball hitting the guy. Yeah, those are nice. All you need is somebody a- drive in a run. Get you a run closer. You're down 4 nothing. if you just score one stinking run. It's 4-2. It's 4-2 and it's a ball game. And you have momentum. With lots of time left. Yes. So
2: they get out of that inning and that felt right then, you're like, this game's over. That was their chance and that was a gut punch that's going to knock them out. Credit to Richmond. They hold St. Francis the next inning, uh, strike out a n- double from Schmuckle who they're lucky it wasn't a home run because the pitch before he crushed over the right field wall. It just went, what, a couple feet
1: foul? Yeah, it was about five feet foul, but it was well over it the fence. It was forty feet over it, the right it, field. As soon fence. as he hit it, you knew it was gone. You just didn't know if it was going to be fair or not. Yeah. And it and it hooked to the uh, the foul side. So a line out and a great play
2: by G because it was a uh was a ground ball that hit off of nettles yeah. off his leg bounced over to third, he picked it up, bare hand threw it. It was a bang-bang play at first. They they said he was out. I couldn't tell. It was a great yeah,
1: play. Yeah, a lot of people thought that they blew the call there, that he was safe, but regardless, I thought it was just an incredible play to even make it be a decision there at first mm-hmm. base. So then Richmond comes out. Rinna comes up,
2: and he had been hot. He walked and singled. He struck out. And then Davenport got hit by a pitch, and Jackson Jones, who his last two times up, he was the one guy for Richmond who I thought in every single at-bat had great swings. First at-bat, he lined out to short. Next at-bat, he lined out hard to center field. And then he finally got one. He smoked a double in the gap. At a lot of high school ballparks, he might have been walking around the bases. Yeah.
1: So he gets an RBI double. I was actually surprised he didn't get a triple on the play.
2: Yeah, he absolutely murdered the ball. Um, Then D'Abelier gets on with an error. Traverse City St. Francis was kicking the ball around. They made five errors.
1: They made five errors in this game.
2: Ball, or excuse me, Nettles comes up. He gets on with an error. Pitcher just flubbed it. Threw it into right field. Then a double from Denny Saligan we got ourselves a tie ball game. It's, uh, and you're like 4-4, okay, top the order coming up, ground out, fly out. And after that point, Richmond had nothing. It was 4-4, they came out, and St. Francis got a run. Single sack bunt, a single with an error to score the guy from second ball went under the outfielder's glove. He might score anyway. Yeah. But it's at
1: least a play. Well, it was it was the only error they had, and it was costly. Not that Traverse City's errors weren't costly, but Richmond didn't make them pay hard enough. This is why Richmond lost, in, in my opinion, Brady, uh, and I think you'll agree with me. Uh, they Traverse City Saint Francis made five errors. There were. Three walks and three hit by pitch. So six guys got on that way. So right now that's 11 guys that got on without getting a hit. Plus, they did have five legitimate hits. Uh, They had a couple of base running mistakes. Uh, G getting caught between second, third, and the first inning took away a scoring chance. uh, And later in the game, it was a pitch in the dirt, and Taylor was late. Making the decision to go to second and got thrown. It was out a by weird a, play because
2: I think he might have thought what I saw too is I thought because um, they were trying to lay down a bunt and like a sacrifice and I thought contact was made. If you go back and listen on the broadcast, I say, "Oh, that's a foul ball," and
1: he like starts to go stops and then goes because he was in no land. You just got to go because if it's a foul ball, they'll let mm. you go back to first base. But the one through five hitters for Richmond. Three for sixteen with eight strikeouts. Those guys are too good for that, and, and they were been. not facing dominant. The first kid for for Traverse City Saint Francis pitched okay. Like when he got into jams, he did a good job. Yes, but he got into jams because he was hittable. And the guys for Richmond have been dominant
2: all postseason. Their bats have been incredible. And they all just faltered at the same time. Here's a stat for you. They left 10 runners on base, and that doesn't include the caught stealing and getting thrown out. Yep. So you said, what, 11 free bases given between errors and walks? Yep. And they
1: gave back 12 of them. Five hits. You had you had 17 base runners and scored four runs. Mm-hmm. So. And give Traverse City St. Francis credit. Um, because they found a way to get five runs in that game and the, their hitting was more timely again they didn't they weren't killing the ball they only had seven hits but their their hits were more timely they, they came in key situations when you're like oh you know Richmond's okay here they just need to get the last out and bang there's a hit to drive in a run of those runners left on base one
2: two three four five six seven, eight, nine were in scoring position
1: when the final out was made. Yeah, so that that's that's just a tough way to lose a game, especially – No, everybody's classy, so nobody's going to say it out loud, but you know when you're better than mm. somebody else and you lose like that. To like them. if this is a that's, series – That's bitter. And they lose
2: game one, they're still going to win in
1: six. Uh, yeah, because game one is just going to motivate you to murder yeah. them in game two.
2: <laughs> like they play this again – I think Richmond wins, but that's why you play it once, and congratulations to St. Francis. They, they beat a team that maybe the parents thought they had no chance against, but kids came out aggressive and didn't act like they were the underdog or didn't act like Richmond was any monster, which they had been all postseason long.
5: Yeah,
1: uh, and, and I, I guess everybody has a day, but it, it was – boy – uh, I, you, you just kind of walked away with an empty feeling in your stomach be, because there there was a big seven-course meal on the table and Richmond didn't eat enough. Yeah, um, but
2: nonetheless, still a very good year for Richmond. Anytime you can add a district championship uh, trophy, a regional championship trophy, and put state semifinalists up on a banner in a gym, in the gymnasium, That's a good year. Did it end the way we hoped to? No, but only four teams in baseball end
1: with a victory. All right, more baseball and softball uh, today. Uh, And again, we'll talk about that when we come back.
5: On Port Huron Schools.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Sorry, Brady, I'm just going to go off the reservation for a
1: second uh, and get back to Marysville because there was something I wanted to point out and forgot about it. <laughs> All right. When we got wrapped up into everything. Um, since losing 3 to 2 to Marine City, Marysville has played 10 games. They've won all 10. They have not trailed at any point in any of those 10 games. So in like 60-some innings. Uh, in the playoffs, they score early and often in most of their games. Marine City in the pre-district, two runs in the first inning, up 7 nothing by the end of two. Crosslex, three runs in the first inning, up 9 nothing at the end of three. St. Clair scored first at bat, and then it was a 3 nothing game in the sixth, and they scored eight runs to put it away. Notre Dame Prep, two runs in the second, up 3 nothing before Notre Dame Prep gets their third at bat. Notre Dame Prep gets a couple of runs. Marysville scores five runs over the next two innings to make sure Notre Dame Prep understands they're not coming back in the game. Center line four runs in the first, march on to a 16 three victory Linden, run in the first, run in the second and get a three to one win Chelsea scored in the first, five in the third game over <laughs> yeah so that that's I mean to do it. For a few games to do it for a weekend to do it in a district, whatever. But to ten straight games, which is basically we'd say what to a never trail in a ball three
2: game. week span. Because
1: since they lost to Marine City, they had the last week of the regular season, which they got three shutouts in to win the league outright. And then they had the districts, which they got three shutouts in to win the district outright.
2: Then they had the regional
1: where they crushed Notre Dame Prep and quarterfinal and. Uh, that that was the close game. Linden was the close game, and then, but again, we talked about it. Never really felt like they were in trouble against. London. Yeah, maybe you didn't know who was going to win, but you're never like, uh oh, this is the end of the line for the Vikings. Yeah, no, you were you're like, all right, Mary's, Mary, they've got this thing. They're they're the one in the other team's chasing them. Mm-hmm. They're they're okay. Yeah. So anyway, Mooney and Richmond
2: softball will play later today. Again, probably around seven eight o'clock. We'll let you know on our social media. But, um, like you said, Richmond probably going to have a battle. Uh, the way they've been hitting their two best players throughout the playoffs have been Van Scooter and Clark. Uh, and then they have everyone else fills in at some point. Uh, it's, they, they take turns. It was Revord in the quarterfinal who hit a bomb to left field. And the way Van Scooter's been pitching, I can't pick, pick against them. I gave you the numbers last podcast. She's been basically unhittable. Both her and Clark have been basically unhittable.
1: Well, I mean, you're at this point. You know this, Brady. Their, their top players have to be their top players. Mm-hmm. And then if you can get a contribution, an unexpected something from somebody, a catch, a stolen base. You, yeah, you're
2: not saying hit a home run. A hit, a walk. You're saying – Flare put one over the first baseman's head, get a double
1: with runners on the corner. Lay down the bunt when they ask you to get it down. If you get that, they'll be all right.
2: Oh, yeah. They have enough talent. And, I mean, what Richmond did to Shepard, they absolutely dominated them. And Millington, to hold them to one run through nine innings, come on. Come on. So, the last 16 innings. Van Scooter's pitch. She gave it up giving up one run, and it was the first batter she faced in that 16 inning stretch.
1: Yeah. So, uh, uh, again, do I think this is going to be a really good game? Yes. I I shouldn't do this, but I'm calling it the state championship game tonight. And that's why people get mad at us media types. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because this is what we do. But I don't – and I don't normally make statements like that. I really do. I think the whoever wins the game between Richmond and Clinton has a decided advantage in the final against either Buchanan or Standish Sterling, nothing against either of those two teams. They're obviously beating people. They obviously deserve to be here. And obviously whoever gets to the game tomorrow hasn't lost a game in the postseason. So they have the same record as Richmond or Clinton. Mm-hmm. And – What we
2: know about Cardinal Mooney, Cardinal Mooney's good. What are they doing? I don't know, but we hope they play Marlette.
1: (laughs) Well, you got Marlette, Kalamazoo, Hackett. uh, And again, I know the the rankings thing, but just to give you numbers, uh, Kalamazoo, Hackett's ranked number five, Marlette's ranked number 11. uh, And then you got Cardinal Mooney, who's ranked number two. uh, And since number one's not around anymore, Mooney's the favorite. So real quick. Uh, And Maple City, Glen Lake is ranked number eight. Real quick, um, they have updated
2: the times on the MHSAA site. This has Mooney playing at 7 and Richmond playing at 7.30. Okay. But, um, yeah, we're hoping for a Marlette-Hackett final. Um, Will it happen? I don't know. I think Mooney will get there. I think Mooney is the decided favorite just from things I've been seeing and, and knowing how good they
1: are and how they've handled their business. And they just have, just have talent abound. Yeah, their depth is unreal. I mean, it's just, it's unreal. Like most teams have one or two good pitchers. They have four at least. Yeah, probably more. So they've if, got more pitching than you're supposed to have in high school. Yeah,
2: especially for a D
1: four school. And they can hit. Yeah, so. they hit a lot they 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 hit a lot and they're just aggressive they they run the bases uh and, and they take bases with reckless abandon they're they're the shark they smell the blood and they go right to it mhm and that's the way Mooney's been playing much like Rathji
2: Rice seems to be a calming presence steady Eddie we're going to get there just stay the path so um well do you have anything else? I don't have anything else.
1: All right, well, I'm just I'm wound up and I'm excited. We've got a state championship game tomorrow, and I'm hoping to add a couple more to the list.
2: Well, we have a few hours before we have to get on the road, so might as well rest up.
1: You're young. Where's your energy? Where's your burst of adrenaline? You're ready get. to go. Let's get in the car. Let's go. <laughs> all right, and all right. You want to send us home? Um, no. Okay. Because I don't want to jinx it. I think I gave you the last word on the last show. And if I didn't, I'm starting that right now because I don't want to jinx it. Okay, goodbye.
0: From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.